don't let fear get in the way of you. Like, yeah, it's scary, and that's totally normal when trying to start something big, you know? But you're never gonna know if you don't do it and just go for it. So definitely just be fearless. Always listen to your intuition, follow your heart, and stay positive. Yeah, it goes back to positivity. Welcome to the Biz Seekers Podcast. This podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's just like, oh, I don't have money now, so how am I going to even have money to start a business? Yeah. But it's like you can't have that mindset because, like we said, we started with nothing. Yeah. I had to borrow money to get to where we are. Yeah. You know, and that's something you have to do. Just believe that okay it's it's i'm doing this for a business so that's what you have to do mm-hmm. uh investing you know yeah. invest your money that investment is later going to come back and repay you yeah you know you're doing this for the long run that's you important know? too because you got to understand like you shouldn't come into business thinking you're going to start taking profits from mm-hmm. it like right, right away it's like the first and most of it has to go right back and so like for you guys pretty much the first three years have been everything back into the business right yeah yeah there's been you know some profit yeah but then you know getting employees in that's yeah. another overhead cost. yeah it's like oh my god now we got to pay people so that's you know more responsibilities yeah you know, more responsibility but you know and, and i know we're gonna get better this yeah. is just the beginning and you guys are creating jobs already which is pretty awesome you know what yeah. i mean yeah like from see because in the beginning you were self-employed when you were doing it all yourself Mm -hmm. right and now you're learning a system and then you're learning to be a business owner now where you're now employing people and you have the system that's Mm -hmm. that they're running right Right. and and then now it's after that it's expansion so like yeah that's awesome but you guys had to go through all phases to be able to Because you know what learn. they say, you can't tell somebody what to do unless you can't do it yourself. Yeah. You haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like we it. went through it all. Like we did the cooking, we did the selling, we did the prep, we did everything. And now we're showing them how to do it. Because how are we going to show them if we never did it ourselves? Right. Mm-hmm. So you said it's 10 hours of prep? It was? I was doing, I was crazy, man. I don't know what I was thinking, but. You were doing it all yourself. Well, with her. Oh, With wow. her, yeah. yeah. But it was just us two, you know. Wow. And then my sister would help from time to time. But it, it was very hard at the beginning. Yeah. But it's strategizing. You yeah. learn. You learn. Were you guys prepping at home or did you guys rent a kitchen? Or yeah, it's did? a commissary yeah. kitchen. Okay. Yeah, so you need to have a commissary kitchen at least when you have any commercial um, food business. Yeah, so so share that with people listening because like, this is for them to also learn. Like, mm-hmm. So what's a commissary kitchen and where do they find that? It's pretty much a, a rental kitchen a kitchen that you rent that is inspected by the health department it's like a big like a big kitchen right no it's not really not that big okay but it's certified as long as it has like the proper equipment um, for you know the health department to approve on so you're following the rules instead of getting yeah yeah. Yeah. but i mean there's no problem with you know starting your business if you can't afford to rent a kitchen because kitchens are expensive right they're expensive and they're hard to get into Uh and not all kitchens are clean. So, you know, it's like yeah. you have to kind of like, okay, well, do I really want to pay this kitchen that's dirty? Right. You know? So when we first started, you know, we used our own kitchen at home. Right, right. You know, because we couldn't. And, and it, it was because also, you know, the hours just didn't work for us at that kitchen. There was too many people prepping. It's a small kitchen. Right. It's like we'd only have one table, you know. It's like, okay, yeah. well, we can't really do anything. That's inefficient. So at the beginning, we had to, you know, do that for a while but then as we started growing you know more food more prep 
it's like i can't be doing this at right. my house it's a small yeah. kitchen at least the one that we're renting it's a lot bigger but right. you know if you have to do you got to do what you got to do yeah you know so but we're not promoting cooking from home we're not promoting <laughs> we're not promoting but you got to do what you yeah gotta in the beginning you got to do what you got to do to yeah, get exactly. off the ground and then it's yeah. like you for yeah. example <laughs> you're starting in you know a small little room yeah. and eventually you're gonna have your little your big your little building yeah, yeah. Or, you know yeah, yeah so it's like it's just like that yeah i understand the i understand the whole thing of entrepreneurship and um so uh so the kitchen um so a bunch of people share that kitchen yeah i mean you have your time slots okay so we'll go in we'll be like we're gonna be here monday wednesday friday from 10 to 3. okay and then you get to go in do your thing Mm -hmm. Um, but there's obviously a lot of permits involved like you have to have your business tax license you have to have your seller's permit you have to have your peddler's permit you gotta have insurance and you also have to have your health permit wow and then the six permits i mean i think less okay but there's components to it like you can't get your health permit without the commissary kitchen and then you can't have your there's you can't have certain things without certain things like you can't have your peddler's permit without your business tax so then there's like a process where Mm -hmm. you can do that um and then we learned it from all ourselves because um, we didn't know how to get our permits like where do you even start um and that that essentially goes to like what i want to do later on is that i want to help small businesses especially food businesses get started up because i knew how hard it was for us to get started like we didn't know what the hell we were doing yeah like we were just googling all the time i was making phone calls every morning wow. i was calling the city i was calling the police department because that's where you get your peddler's permit oh my like it was just like a process when i finally finally got whatever we needed it was like damn like if i only had like a a list of procedures yeah. of this is how you do everything that would have been so much easier yeah. And so that's why I wanted to do, I wanted to be a business consultant. I'm still yeah. in the process mm-hmm. of wanting to be Just that. create like a little system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And help people get started up because I knew how hard it was for us to get started up. I know how hard it is now for other people to get started yeah. up. And I want to help forward. people. Yeah. yeah. I want to help people do that. Have you guys Passing ever. Passing data knowledge. Yeah. 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 Have you guys ever thought of all the vegan people getting together and creating your own kitchen? Like a vegan. That's, that's what been we wanted. A, it's been yeah. talked yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean there's no cross-contamination exactly. right. that's another thing. Uh, you and you guys can everything. rent it out and also use it as a business yeah mm-hmm. you guys can i mean i think that's a great idea and then also you can make it geared towards vegan what we need plant-based then. what you need because i know there's probably different stuff mm-hmm. in a regular kitchen than you know than a plant-based kitchen but right. i think that'd be a great idea so yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was brought up we were we were talking about with the team like oh guys we should rent a kitchen we should all share it with each other but i mean like there's a lot of finances involved with that okay so and a, a lot of overhead costs that we all like need to just like, kind of figure out ourselves first before we get to jump in and do a project so together. as soon as it makes sense you guys will probably do that yeah, yeah okay definitely well, that's important yeah. yeah yeah so um you know what's the next steps for vegan veganos like i know I mean, well you guys got your big old fancy mm-hmm. What is it called? The big is it the is food truck? It's a food yeah, it's a food we truck. had a trailer at first. Yeah, food truck. yeah. So you guys upgraded from trailer from a concession trailer to, to a actual food truck. Food truck. Yeah. yeah. So talk about that. How'd that all go down? Well, it was kind of like we needed to keep up with demand. Yeah, like, exactly. There were so That's many a good people thing, coming though. to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was it was really overwhelming because we were like, oh, this truck is gonna this trailer is gonna last us for X amount of time because like it's brand new. Yeah. We just got it. It's gonna. What be was there your, What was your run. first thought of how long the trailer would last you guys? I thought it was gonna last us like years. Yeah, like, I didn't think we were five gonna plus years. Blow up. Wow. I didn't think we were gonna blow up. Yeah. Like yeah. We did. yeah. But then it was just us two because like the trailer is so small that there could only be two or three people max in that right. trailer. And one and I had to stand outside as a cashier. I yeah, was outside. I so that. during the winter yeah. it was like I was freezing. Yeah. Um and like 
there was like lines that people would wait like one to two hours to three hours wow. sometimes for our food yeah. and we couldn't take away so good much hour food. for the 52 tacos but that was 52 yeah tacos. we yeah. waited yeah. outside oh really yeah. this is worth it yeah. this was it was it the trailer that you guys waited outside? no it was the truck it was, oh, when it you was, guys, I think it was the first grand opening of your truck oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. months ago right a few months ago maybe that was a crazy day you put us to the test yeah but regardless like we like didn't know that that was going to be like the demand that we were going to get. Yeah. So when we saw our lines growing and growing and growing, we couldn't bring enough food because our fridges in that trailer yeah. was, we could only hold so much. Yeah. We even bought coolers. We bought like two yeah. coolers to hold as much food as we could. But like, even then, like there was just as much as what we could bring. Equipment. And yeah. people would wait and then not get food. They'd be disappointed. And yeah. we're like, you know what? We can't do anything about it because this is, we maxed out all of the space that we bought mm-hmm. for the truck. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, okay, let's let's grow. Like we have to grow because we can't be this tiny little trailer anymore because mm-hmm. people are just gonna get annoyed that every time they come yeah. they have to wait mm-hmm. so long and then they don't get food at the end. Yeah. yeah. So so that's why we decided to invest into the, into big, the big truck. truck. Yeah. And that even was... then it's like sometimes we ran out of food too. Yeah. But and it's a lot better than the trailer. But, but at least you you did it the right way and grew into the demand instead of like just getting the truck right away. And, right. You know, that's true. probably losing money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually the smart way to do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Grow. Grow as the business grows. Right. Exactly. How how much? If you guys don't mind, how much was the investment into the truck? It was very pricey. Very pricey. It was, okay. It was, pricey. it was over a hundred grand. Oh really? Yeah. But you guys are business people. Yeah. Business yeah. people invest in their business exactly because yeah. they know they're going to get a return. Right. You never invest. You're not going to invest over $100,000 if you don't know you're going to get maybe five or ten times that back. Right. Right. So, I mean, I know it's probably like pretty, pretty scary. Like, you know, like, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. But, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's like yeah. a weird feeling. Yeah. yeah. But it felt good. You felt like a true business person. Yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. You're like, man, we're, we're like big business now. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait, man. Like, yeah, because like the I already have it in my affirmations. 2021 is when I find the building you know yeah might not happen in 2021 but i'm like it's in my affirmations every day and i know if if you have to put in a million bucks or whatever it's a business right like it's gonna come back you know like but obviously there's financing there's grants there's it's not out of my pocket you know what i mean and it's like so yeah it's exciting i can't wait to the day so when we get the 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 big studio and everything we'll have you guys come cater or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, that'll be fun Yeah. Trying out uh, vegan tacos for the first time. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, yeah. let's just talk about. This. So I'm glad, I'm glad we we're talking about that veganism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a controversial topic. It's mm-hmm. sensitive. To it's some sensitive people. to some yeah. people. <laughs> but if you're a true vegan, something it changed your life. You yeah. know what I mean? For me, it was health reasons, right? Because you know I'm 43, and I thought i was eating healthy you know chicken fish yeah yeah but i always felt just horrible like bloated and Mm -hmm. i love cheese maybe that was a problem you know i mean everything was covered in cheese and i just felt really 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 bad so for me it was health reasons right obviously i started watching the documentaries what the health game changers vegucated vegucated of um you know and then I, Cowspiracy. yeah. And, and so for me, it was like, I kind of felt like we've been lied to like our whole lives yeah. about food. It is. You know yeah. what I mean? And okay, maybe meat per se is not like 
the true enemy, but it's the overconsumption and the way it's processed, right. like right. factory farming, That's right? That's what I tell everybody. Because people go, oh, well, our ancestors ate meat. And I right. go, yeah, they didn't eat it freaking for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and two pounds uh, each time, you know? <laughs> yeah. They probably killed an animal and they shared a little tiny piece with the whole village. Right. And that's pretty much... And most of their diet was grains, nuts, seeds, right. vegetables, fruits, right? Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about that because for me, it was health. I felt like I was lied to, but I also felt like, oh my God, like my life is completely different. Like my digestive issues are gone. I feel like I look like I'm getting younger. My hair grows faster. My nails grow faster. And I got very lucky because my parents went vegan at the same time. Not because of me. Because they had high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And the doctor was trying to put them on pills. And my dad is so against medication that he's, He's like, I'll figure out a way. You're not giving me no damn pills, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He somehow got a hold of the book, How Not to Die, which is like the Bible <laughs> for veganism. He read it and cold turkey changed. Like he's a cold turkey guy too. Like if it's good for me, I'm going to do it, right? Yeah. So what was it for you guys? What was what sparked it? Like what? how did that process go? I mean, everyone could talk about that. So I would say documentaries. Documentaries. As well as, because for me, I was a, biggest meat eater and i already had friends that yeah. were vegan and we hung out you know and i was like i'm never gonna go vegan yeah. and they'd put on documentaries as i eat i'm eating my barbecue like, yeah. i don't even care like yeah but i turned yeah. i turned vegan and but what, what, what it, was it was it, it, it was just kind of like the choice like you said the the way that it's handled the quality of it and then like it's inhumane the way that yeah. it's just very effed up yeah i can't even watch the animal yeah. Yeah. videos it's 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 bad you could see that they're suffering you could mm-hmm. see that they're depressed and so and then we consume that exactly. depression and, right. and sadness all that emotion about, yeah and you they, consume their suffering and their uh-huh. energy yeah people yeah. don't believe that though yeah mm-hmm. so they don't believe it's it well passive of energy yeah basically. why are like 70 percent of people uh, i think because uh, i used to work in uh, the finance world where they did long-term care they say two out of three people so two out of three, so almost 70% of all people over 65 are going to need some form of long-term care in their life. Wow. Two out of three. Wow. That, that's crazy. Yeah. That means that it's almost inevitable that you're going to get a chronic illness. Yeah. And why is that? Diet, diet and lifestyle. Poor dieting. Right? Yeah. The sad yeah. diet. Yeah. This, this is funny, huh? <laughs> the, the standard American diet, the acronym is... Sad, right? Yeah, because you're sad from eating it. You gain weight. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I think you know it, it's also pro. It's also uh, conditioning because food coma. That's another thing. Like, yeah, food coma used to be something that I thought was just part normal. Of normal, right? Like, yeah. oh, it the was itis, almost, like, yeah. You eat the itis, right? Yeah. It was almost like something you like. That was like a good thing. Like, oh, I like, ate. I yeah, just yeah. I I ate, yeah. Thanksgiving, here it comes. But that's your body, like saying, like, dude, like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. Like it's trying to break uh, down yeah. everything, like overworking itself. Yeah, you know, so. digestion, poor digestion. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Delina? What was it that ch- spurred you or changed um, you? Like I said, the environment. Okay. I remember, like when I mentioned earlier, like I was in college. I was very athletic. I would always work out, and I would meal prep all these meat foods and meat dishes, and I just. It was just really gross to me. Like every time I ate it, it was just like something in my mind that it was just like, this is not good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a calling. I don't even know what it was. Wow. But every time I would chew the chicken, I was like, oh my God, I'm eating death. I'm eating this like flesh right now. Wow. And I just had that in my mind. And this was like when we were still in college and I would tell him like, do you taste the rubber of this chicken? Like it's like, just like I'm eating flesh. 
and like he'd be like nah you're tripping you know just do it <laughs> and then i just stopped eating it i was like you know what i'm happier eating beans and rice yeah. and broccoli like i'll eat, rather eat that mm. um so then it was just like a natural thing that came to me that i yeah. was like i just didn't want to consume flesh anymore and yeah. like you said like you're consuming all of this death all of the stress hormones that these animals are releasing the fear that they have when they're being killed so you're consuming all of that mm -hmm. so you have that in your body and then not only that i started learning about what it does to the environment animal agriculture all the waste that it produces mm -hmm. deforestation deforestation mm -hmm. you know like all the cattle has to be grazed somehow they're burning down the rainforest for that and then it's polluting the water we our fresh water is just being polluted by cow poop basically mm -hmm. methane yeah. in the air so global warming is basically happening because of methane. animal animal agriculture mm -hmm. like the dairy industry um it's all a cycle the meat all. industry, yeah. all of that. It's, it's just all ties into what's happening to the planet. Mm -hmm. Pollutes the water. And then same for the plastic, you know, like the plastic's getting into our oceans and then it's raising the temperatures of our of our water. The fishes are dying. And so that's what causes the earth to just like heat up in 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 temperature. Yeah. So so that's why I became vegan, because I started learning all these things and it was like naive for me to just ignore it. Mm hmm. So I decided, you know what, I gotta be vegan. Let's make a let's make a difference by starting the business. And it's crazy how you almost just had it within you, like your body yeah. was just telling mm -hmm. you, like, like you're eating flesh. Yeah, like it's so that's gross. crazy because, uh, like, I was like you, man. You know, I was a self-proclaimed carnivore. Like, mm -hmm. I, I used to eat just like steak and all that when I was like little, right? Mm -hmm. um, but just my body, for me, it was just over time. Because you guys are fortunate because you're still very young. I wish I had found this when I was your age. Mm. I can't imagine how much healthier I'd be if I had found this, you know, 20 years ago, you know? What about you, Joe? What kind of um, caused you? I remember 2013, I was with my now ex-girlfriend. Um, I was like, I don't feel good. What do we, we need to change something. We need to start working out. Um, I wanted to learn more how to be healthier and I, I saw Veducated that changed everything for me and then this documentary Fat, Sick, Nearly Dead yeah. oh yeah that's how they I want bought, us I bought my juicer after that I started juicing <laughs> um, I think my thing for me was I don't feel good yeah. and I'm like I shouldn't feel this way yeah. yeah I was like in my 20s I was like I need something needs to change it's not just working out it's what I eat so, yeah that was me too like, and i don't learning, feel good learning. eating this you know it was just like not yeah. for me and i just knew that yeah so i had to make a change i knew it was diet because it wasn't being active i was pretty active you yeah know? so i knew that it was something that i was eating yeah and i like i don't party as much as i used to before and i was just like the thing for me was like having the intention to be healthier and all the resources you will just find you know, there's no excuse to be lazy now because internet is out there. You yeah, can yeah. ask Google for anything, whatever you want That's to find. True. So it's like, it's been a journey now. I became fully vegan just, you know, this year. Mm -hmm. So I was a pescatarian, vegetarian, and vegan. So yeah. it's about like how I felt. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, yeah, I did the same thing too. I went pescatarian, then vegetarian, then vegan. But it was kind of like a six-month uh, transition. But let's talk about how, like, when you first went vegan, like, what was... Because I remember I had no clue what I was doing, right? <laughs> and we want to talk about this for people that are going vegan, because at first you're going to have no... Because I was always a good cook. Yeah. And imagine going from a good cook to not knowing how to cook anymore. And <laughs> my food started coming out bad. And I was like, this is kind of, like, depressing, you know? Because you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how to cook anymore. <laughs> what do I eat? And then I'm like, okay, tofu. But I don't even know how to prepare tofu, right? Yeah. Or beans and rice. And then like beans rice and broccoli and that's it you know that's what i ate yeah yeah <laughs> so 
but then you know then you start to learn and, and then you realize it's just substitution right, right. Uh, what was it like for you guys like the transition in the journey well probably it was a little different for you guys because you guys went full force into a business but um was there, there was. any transition was there any type of difficulty there was definitely was still yeah but it was pretty much like eating the regular rice and beans because yeah. that's what you start with yeah but then you know as we went it's like even mexican food like if you take it back to like mexico it's like the diet is like pretty much like plant-based right you know salsas so like, and all that it's, yeah it's all calabaza pico de gallo. Know, like, so there's definitely a lot of things you can eat that is vegan that's mexican it's right. just we tend to add cheese right we tend to add the dairy and it's right. like well, you don't need it so right. just take it out right know? yeah so that or substitute it yeah Sub substitute yeah. it which you can make a nice uh, cashew cream yeah. you know so yeah. that that's pretty much so do doing that uh, other than that i don't think it was too difficult like it was like it is for most people right ju just because like we know how to kind of cook yeah. ourselves mm -hmm. so yeah it wasn't that difficult, but I would say like when you want to start, definitely YouTube. YouTube yeah. is a really big yeah. lifesaver because it mm -hmm. teaches you how to make dishes that uh, will recreate yeah. dishes veganized. So it's like, you know, YouTube it, yeah. you know, that's that's what also helped us come up with some of our recipes yeah. as well, you know, and tweaking it up and experimenting. Mm -hmm. So it's all about just experimenting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I like it to say that because YouTube is pretty much I was just on YouTube researching learning from people yeah. and it, it is substituting because like and it's even easier now right like yeah they have vegan butter i don't know if you guys yeah. know yeah. miyoko's yeah miyoko's culture it, lo it looks like butter it tastes, mm -hmm. like, it butter. tastes like butter it spreads it's like dangerous. butter yeah. right <laughs> um they have uh vegan shredded mozzarella cheeses lots of cheeses yeah the parmesan vegan. like viva yeah. life has one that you grate and it mm -hmm. tastes exactly like it they have so many milks it's definitely oat yeah. milk almond milk yeah. soy milk milk made from peas right yeah. i don't like to say pea milk go, pea milk what pea? i'm like no like green peas right yeah. yeah and uh you know a meat they have seitan they have jackfruit they have soy they have soy, gluten yeah so yeah there's a lot of a lot of substitutes right it's, mm. it's not as difficult as, as it used to be and i just wanted to share that because you know it is kind of scary to go vegan because number one um it's like a whole new world it's like yeah it's like you have to you don't have to re really you don't have to learn too much but it feels like you have to learn everything about food over again you have to learn everything about cooking over again mm -hmm. you you're gonna get some crap from people right and just right. expect it right yeah. um but like anything um i don't know for me i found like dating was harder like which was never hard for me and all of a sudden like i was uh, it was weird like pe people were straight ghosts to me when they would find out oh really just finding out that i'm vegan they'd oh, be wow. like because you know food is something that you share with someone part, you're significant yeah. a lot yeah like if you can't share that experience it's right. like whatever so i mean it's not about me but i'm just saying like those are some things that you might have to expect right. you know but just know it's okay eventually you'll transition eventually you'll learn event like now i make some bomb ass like vegan stuff right and now everyone i meet is either open to the diet or they want to convert you know what i mean so uh i just want to share that with people because i want people to understand that it's not as scary i mean it is kind of scary in the beginning but eventually yeah. like anything you learn it i mean it's easier now <laughs> it's way easier now than it might have been like maybe 10 years ago right yeah. and um 
And there's a lot of options, just and like it's vegan. It's accessible at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. it was very difficult. They have it at Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, like, out of all places. Yeah. There's Whole Foods, of course, Sprouts, of course, but they have it at Walmart. Walmart's they have it at Grocery cheaper. Outlet too. Yeah. So there's it's a lot more of more accepted. I tripped out when accepted. I found it at Walmart. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, just eggs at Walmart. Yeah. I was like, the they cheese. They had cheese. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Protein shakes. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, wow, like this is this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? And then eventually, um. You know, once you learn and you start creating your own little recipes, yeah. then it gets fun. You know what I mean? It's it gets easy. it gets exciting. And yeah, I uh, want to add something to that real quick before you end. Um, I think the main important thing is like really ask yourself, why are you going vegan? Your why is so important. Your why, yeah. right? Yeah. After yeah. that, Great point. everything will just evolve. The reason why I did it, I love animals and for my health. Right. Now the environment, it just everything just levels up for me. Yeah. There's so, so many good reasons to go vegan. So many exactly. reasons. It's yeah. like, once you know your why, you protect your why, and then eventually right. it makes every, sense. Yeah, you'll track all that you need, all the resources. Right. You know? And then I wanted yeah. to add on to what you said too, Isaac, was that when people are going to think you're weird, yeah. people are going to judge you, you're going to say you're vegan, you're going to explain why, and they're just not going to understand it. And sometimes that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes like you're going to have, you're going to run into people that don't have that same perspective as you. They're going to have different opinions as you, and that's okay. You yeah. Know, yeah. You're not going to, don't beat yourself up for it. Don't get upset about it. Just do what you can do, and then don't let them get involved with, with what you yeah. believe, your morals and your ethics. They say true friends share a common future, not a common past mm -hmm. right so what's what happens is you're transitioning from one tribe to another yeah so I, I was leaving the tribe of the meat eaters and i mean the sad diet right which is fine they're still my friends i still love them but i found a new tribe like you guys like and i love the new people that i meet because like you said they're compassionate mm -hmm. they're they're healthier like like they yeah. they and most of them like are big thinkers they're entrepreneurs like they're doing something you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's a movement Mm -hmm. right. it's pretty cool to be part of of movement you know mm -hmm. and i remember because i i worked in the finance industry mm -hmm. and the finance in industry is they you know the good life like it's like you know more in steak health roost chris <laughs> like overconsumption. like a lot of them were very overweight like very sick because it's long work hours not the best eating habits yeah. and it kind of went along with the industry you know what i mean um but what I what I liked about me is that maybe because I've always been the black sheep and I really never give a shit what anybody thought about me anyways. Yeah. I, I got a lot of hate, like a lot of hate at the beginning, but I would just stay strong. I continued eating right there and I continued losing weight. I continued getting better shape. Mm -hmm. And then people started going like, hmm. Like, and then they start yeah. to ask like, so, you do it? Yeah, <laughs> so you're going to face some a lot of adversity, mm -hmm. but if you stay strong, eventually they're going to come around and yeah. then they're going to be asking you like, hey, they might not go 100% vegan, but right. if, you, if I can just influence people to go more plant-based or maybe just eat less uh, animal products, that's already a win. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I did it the right way. I wasn't, at first I was kind of like the annoying, like preaching <laughs> vegan because I am passionate about things and I'm like, ah, but then I found it backfiring right. and then I was like, ooh, maybe I should just tone it down and be an example. Right. Yeah. So just be an example, exactly. and then you, you you get more bees with honey. I guess you could say, yeah. right? I remember Rosa saying, um, "Vegan, veganism is about compassion." Right. It is meaning be compassionate to the non-vegans too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we are being compassionate to the animals and environment, but we gotta basically lead by example to other people too. You know, especially right. a lot of people ask me for advice too, and I have to tell them. This is my experience. This is why I did it, you know, and 
that's on you if you want to do it or not. Yeah. You know? And I think if you are the example, people will notice, you know, because right, yeah. people are sick. It's people don't sick. feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of them are addicted and it's even hard. Yeah. Yeah, food addiction is probably one of the hardest addictions in the world because you have to eat every single day. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You can't just stop eating. Like, you're like you will die if you stop eating, right? <laughs> I mean, you're, but you're going to die if you continue eating this way. And like another thing that really affected me, and I don't know, uh, you guys can maybe add on this, but I spent uh, about eight hours in an emergency room with a good friend of mine who's not mm-hmm. vegan. Mm-hmm. And it was heartburn, but she thought she was having a heart attack because that's how bad heartburn can be, right? Oh, God. Oh, wow. But just mm-hmm. being in that environment with sick people, mm-hmm. And someone actually died when I was in there, like because you could hear like code blue or whatever it was, oh, wow. and all the machines were going off, and people were rushing into the room, and then people are just stuck in the bed and just sick and just not able to move. Like both of my grandfathers died from diabetes, and yeah. I think that's kind of what sparked me and my dad. Like just even back in the day, because my dad switched to healthier Mexican, which we thought was healthy, but it was like olive oil, not deep frying everything, mm-hmm. but it was still not healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, my grandfather, I just remember he had to have his legs cut off, gangrene from the diabetes, and just died like a fragile shell of his former self. You know what I mean? And I was super young, so I didn't really get to know him. My other grandfather died when I was even younger, so I didn't know. Diabetes. People, oh, diseases run in families. No, no, no. Diet Diet and lifestyle run in families. Yeah, right. Right? That's what follows you. Not not, Not the diseases, right? Right. Uh, so once I started learning that, putting two two together, I was like, man, like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I had to, I had to change. You know? We had a similar story. We were talking yeah. about one of our earlier too. podcasts. I'm like, oh yeah, my my favorite grandmother died from diabetes. Uh, she had a like cut off, and I just remember her like giving me so much love and affection. And next thing you know, she's gone. Yeah. Wow. I was five years old. She just I never see her again. Yeah, health. Uh, one of my the thing why I want to be healthier because of the family history, the health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like the healthiest person I know in my family, and I'm gonna continue being the example. You know. Yeah. 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 And if you don't do it now, I mean, people. Oh, some people say vegan food's expensive. It's not. If you go right. healthcare you, is expensive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What's more expensive? Paying more money for healthy food now, even if it was, or having to pay all those medical bills right. in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just that, like, just imagine, like they said, fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's yeah. how they want us. Yeah. They want us fat. They want us sick. And you're, you're not going to die. And it's a cycle. You know? Yeah. You're, you're not going to die. The meat industry makes so much money. Yeah. You're buying mm. all this meat. You get sick eating the meat. And then you buy medicine in the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. yeah. So it's a cycle mm. of just feeding the government with all of this money because they, that's what it's essentially leading to. Yeah. They're mm. feeding you to be sick. There's so much. Yeah. There's yeah. so much that goes into it. Like we had uh, our uh, the last podcast that was released. We had this lady. Yeah, this girl, Jordan Jade. Oh, yeah. Jordan. My friend Jordan. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, Joe's friend she's uh she's been in cannabis for 15 years mm-hmm. like when it was illegal and now when it's legal mm-hmm. and she has her own company but i did my research do you guys know why cannabis was made illegal and demonized race race was one of them mm-hmm. and and money so yeah. uh, uh hearst william hearst the big publisher yeah. right henry ford wow. and uh so henry ford was was the founder of the pharmaceutical industry mm-hmm. william hearst was the founder of the paper he was big into lumber and paper. This is why he hated Mexicans because Pancho Villa took 300,000 acres of lumber from him. Mm-hmm. So he, he was a racist anyways. So him, uh, a family member of his that got into politics, 
Henry Ford, DuPont, the plastic industry, and the oil industry. Those were all booming industries in the 1930s, and that was after with the Great Depression. So they needed to do something so that their businesses would survive. So hemp was the biggest competition exactly. to paper, right. to plastic, to pharmaceuticals. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it was better to make paper out of hemp. It was better it's to faster. make it yeah, faster. It grows faster. Grows faster. It's, it's yeah. more durable. Yeah. It, yeah. They also used it for medicine a lot back then. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the, it, yeah, and they still do, right? It's a jack of all trades. But so three very powerful, wealthy men said, we don't want this industry to be around anymore. They demonized it. They created laws against it. Yeah. The term marijuana comes from the song Pancho Villa and his people used to sing La Cucaracha. Yeah, I yeah. actually just heard yeah. like the marijuana it, yeah. version. It was never called yeah. marijuana. Yeah. It was called cannabis and hemp. Mm. Yeah. So they said, let's confuse everybody and call it marijuana, attach it to you know the, the Mexicans and Pancho Villa, yeah. demonize it, make it illegal, and then the rest is history. So 100 mm. years, and the opioid crisis came out of it. Right. The, 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 the resources, the, the, the climate change came out of it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, So many things came out of just these three wealthy men that just said, you know, we wanted to demonize something that was actually good for people. Mm-hmm. And I see the plant-based diet and the vegan movement kind of the same thing. Right. Because the meat and dairy is sheer powerful. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? They, they have, they're, they're the ones riding the food pyramid. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So anyways, whatever. But yeah, so I, 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 I'm, I know we can talk about health all day and food yeah. and stuff like that. So I just want to say like people, like just, just think about it. Like when you eat, a sad diet how do you feel like mm-hmm. are you sick are you on medication like i'm 43 look at what i look like right you know what i mean like i'm just saying like just just use your brain you i mean, mean there's scientific data that proves that meat is classified as a carcinogen yeah especially lunch meats right like subway All that processed meat yeah I, that there's carcinogens in there yeah. you're eating cancer and then not only that but milk contains casein it's a direct compound that comes from milk and that causes cancer yeah so like there's scientific studies that prove that it's not good for you mm-hmm. and some people are just in denial yeah like that's a sad part like, i'm it. lactose intolerant no you're not yeah, you're just not a baby cow yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. exactly yeah so anyways i think do. people are just afraid to right. go another route because they're exactly. they've been they're used con- to it condition all their lives, right? Eating right. the whatever the way that's how eating. they grew up, and, and that's how it's that's how they think it's in the culture, be. right? It's part right. of the culture, it's part culture of the culture is so important too, and yeah, food, definitely 100%. And like, we're not saying anything bad if you do, if you're not plant based or vegan, don't get right. the wrong thing. It's just, just we're just trying to help, like, it helped us. And it, you don't have to go 100% vegan. I've even yeah. they even said a whole foods mainly plant-based diet mm-hmm. like 90 80 90 percent right. you could still if you want eat a little bit of meat but just be careful because we don't know where the hell that stuff comes from <laughs> in this country you know exactly. if you raised the animal yourself and then you know whatever humanely whatever i'm still not again i'm still not right. supporting killing animals because the bible says thou shalt not kill mm-hmm. right so but then the people yeah. that are religious are still consuming. Yeah, exactly, you know? right? That's true. Yeah, so it's like you're you're breaking the first rule. It doesn't say thou shalt not kill everything except for animals, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but anyways. Uh, um, but I mean, like, that's how, like, vegan veganos is. Because we know a lot of people don't want to become vegan because they're going to miss out on their favorite foods, right? Like right. nachos, tacos, burritos, like all those dishes that are, like, everyone's favorite yeah so we decided you know what like let's create something that people already like exactly. and accept it's plant-based 
Yeah. That's why we have all those And that's why dishes. it's so powerful. And that's why you guys yeah. are growing so, so much. So people eat it and they're like, oh, shoot, like this actually tastes like meat. Yeah. And, and like, I feel better, you know? Yeah. And I feel better. I'm not bloated after I eat this boat of nachos. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many options out there that it's like you need to explore. Like there's, yeah. if you go to a restaurant and there's vegan options, just try it. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't get it again, but at least try it. Yeah. Oh man. Like I think Happy Hooligans, they change the menu a little bit. I tried this burger. It's called the Big Bird or Big something. It was like a chicken burger. Yeah. I felt like I was eating like an old school, like deep fried chicken burger. Oh, wow. Like I don't usually eat that, but I was like, oh my God, this is, is this awesome. Is this in San Jose? Yeah. Like, and oh, they have, yeah, uh, they have animal style fries. Mm, yeah. Those were freaking bomb. Mm. So again, like we're saying, you, you, you don't have to miss out on anything. Right. You just have to find the substitute. Yeah. yeah. Also, I want to add something like it, it took me seven years to finally decide to go vegan, but I knew you know, in the middle that I was going to go vegan. It's like, it is a journey. Like, be patient with yourself. Um, do a lot of research. At the end of the day, it's your decision. Um, listen to your body, obviously, but definitely educate yourself. Yeah. For sure. Right. We're just we're just trying to help. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we can, then we could. But you guys are doing awesome. Yeah. Like, you guys did the right thing. They say to be successful, you have to find a problem and then find the solution. Right. You guys knew South Bay really the bay area there's no street tacos yeah that are plant-based yeah you guys created the best ones out there you guys are the first to the market which means you're going to dominate mm-hmm. like you said as long as you keep the ball rolling as long exactly. as you keep the ball always rolling gotta right? keep, always keep improving too yeah yeah yeah, yeah never get comfortable don't great stay point still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's always always room for improvement yeah look at blockbuster video yeah yeah, yeah there's a lot of true. big companies that are not around anymore because mm-hmm. they never yeah. got and better they could have they could have take, yeah. done what they're doing exactly right? take mm-hmm. it to the next level mm-hmm. right that's what it's all about right you know? yeah. so mm-hmm. opportunities are endless yeah endless so yeah. yeah i mean it's not only that but like right now we might be the best we might be up there but we have to know that you know that there's going to be people who are going to come out after us and maybe they're going to be better than us and we have to accept that we can't always be the best yeah. uh, we can try to be but there's always going to be people who the underdogs coming up we were the underdogs at one point and now we're up here so i mean we're always trying to improve also but you know like there's always going to be other people who are going to come up after that and we you know and it's I, fine i eat yeah. at every vegan food establishment because I, right. I back again you know i'm i love food yeah. you know why am i gonna go not eat at my competitors you know yeah. restaurants like no it's I support against each other yeah. it's yeah. abundance okay. mentality too that. though right. yeah yeah but again you guys didn't start this to become the number one taco mm-hmm. truck and you guys started to create a movement yeah exactly so it doesn't really matter and if how many other vegan vendors came up after exactly us? Our so friends. many yeah you know? yeah and we want that we want more vegan vendors to come out we there's, want more accessibles to yeah. come up to us so there's also a, a farmer's market right saturday mornings yes yeah where's that at talk about that real quick that that is right there across the street from Lincoln High School, in okay. San Jose. Saturdays from nine to one, we're there. Um, but yeah, basically we were Rosa, you know, mm. California vegan food. Yeah, she's the one that operates yeah. there. We mm. and then started operating there first, and then we we came along. Yeah, but definitely a cool market. You guys yeah. should come and check it out. They have non-vegan yeah. food there too. Right? Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they have more vegan options. Yeah, you know, so. They say it's kind of like the vegan market as of right now. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of vegan. Yeah, um, you guys will take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get like fruits and vegetables from local farmers mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So it's produce as well. It's yeah. all about helping your community. You yeah. Know, we got to help each other. Yeah. That's it's abundance great. mentality though. Mm-hmm. The more abundant you think, the more you attract. Like there's right. no shortage of customers. You guys will have enough customers to, to fill your needs and goals. Mm-hmm. 
But if you have the scarcity mentality where it's like, no, 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 then you'll never achieve exactly. that. And that's the thing about vegan vendors too. Let's say they try vegan veganos first and they're like, oh, like that was good. Let's go try another spot because they're so good, you know, mm -hmm. vice versa. If yeah. they try something else and they start looking up other vegan vendors, they see other people and they go and try it. They're yeah. more open to it. Yeah. So it's all about helping each other basically. Yeah. I, I appreciate California vegan food because I, torta was my favorite thing oh, growing up. Yeah. I, I, and I was like, oh, I miss tortas, you know, and then they have great tortas. Tortas, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, you can have a torta now. Again, not missing out on anything, right? I have one like every morning. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I will too. But, but and then I love how you brought you guys brought chilaquiles because that was my favorite breakfast. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, my dad used to make chilaquiles and he would put eggs on it or whatever. I don't know if that's even part of chilaquiles, but it is. It, it is. I think it is. Well, a Mexico one. Oh, I, mean, I had it like okay. That. I mean, it is so a breakfast. I, yeah, dish. yeah. Makes sense. yeah. So, anyways, but I mean, you get, so vegan veganos make chilaquiles. If you guys want chilaquiles, right? Chilaquiles, Pozole, tamales. Yeah. People so. go, oh, tamales. A tamal is not meat. Yeah. It's the the wrapping. The, it's the corn. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever you put inside of it doesn't matter. You can make a tamal out of anything. Sweet yeah, exactly. beans. You guys are you guys are making tamales too for the holidays, right? Yeah. yeah so, anyways. I love food. Yeah, I'm so, I'm hungry now too. <laughs> I, I actually made some really good breakfast burritos with just egg. I want you guys to try it actually before okay. you go because I want you guys to see like the recipe, right? Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, so um, just real quick, tell everybody where they could find you guys, like where you guys are at, you know. Yeah, so you can find us in San Jose. We are usually located. Right now, we're located at our commissary kitchen, but. We tend to be in like uh, Santa Clara area as well as downtown. But the best way to keep up is, with us is to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Our website's always updated with times, locations, menu, everything. So definitely come out and try us, support. Yeah. And we'd love to see y'all here. And we'll yeah. leave it all in the description. But the can nice. you guys tell them the, the, the Instagram? Vegan Veganos. Okay. At Vegan Veganos for everything, basically. Yeah. VeganVeganos.com. Yeah, so at Vegan Veganos. We'll leave everything in the description. So, um, yeah, so the, the last thing we always do on every podcast is a powerful thing called Joe's Six Q's. Joe always has some very deep questions, so I'll hand it over to her. She's going right. to ask you guys some pretty deep questions, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Okay, so I guess we'll go one by one, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I guess the first thing is... What's your number one number one wish for the world? My number one wish for the world. I would say for everyone to be at peace, you know, because I feel like a lot of people are just always very like angry, you know, something's always bothering them. Something's always, you know, in their head and it's like never really in peace, never present. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've struggled with as well. And I've gotten better and, you know, my spiritual path that I've gone through, you know, has helped me mm -hmm. get better, but definitely peace. You know, I think that's, that's important. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. They say peace starts on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that up, but I'll, I'll steal that. They say, give it three times credit, yeah. then it's mine. So awesome. Um, like he said, you know, like, there's we need to be more positive a lot of people have negative mindsets and same for what you say like a lot of people say a lot of negative things and you know they say like spelling is a spell you know you put out that negative energy it will be there so speak more positively love other people 
be compassionate about other people, understand where people are coming from. They're not always in the same boat as you, in the same shoes as you. So just be understanding, be more positive, be more compassionate. Yeah. They say words cast spells. That's they why they call it spelling. Ooh, I said That's Paul Hart. That's the second time, Paul. Hey, Paul Hart. <laughs> so the third, one more time, Paul, and it's mine. Sorry. But anyways, cool. so like I'll let you use that. So Thank words you. cast spells. That's do. why they call it spelling. Spelling. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love these questions. Um, so advice for anyone who is struggling on following their dreams. That's a good one. I would say take risk. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. Risk. Don't be, don't let fear get in the way of you. Like, yeah, it's scary. And that's totally normal when trying to start something big, you know, but you're never going to know if you don't do it and just go for it. So definitely just be fearless. Always listen to your intuition, follow your heart and stay positive. Yeah. yeah. It goes back to positivity. Yeah. yeah. They say you cannot fail in your purpose. Yeah. And right. maybe you don't find your pur purpose, but let me talk about fear. Everybody has fear. You have fear. We have fear, but mm -hmm. it's called courage. You're not going to lose the fear. You just have to be courageous. You have to do it even though you're scared. Yeah. Like there was a lady, like a very wealthy, successful lady, and I didn't want to do something. And she's like, is it important? I said, yeah. She's like, well, then do it afraid. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so, so. I guess to, being able yeah. to control yeah. fear. You yeah. Know? yeah. Being yeah. able to control it. Yeah. So. It's like being the observer with the fear. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever purpose you have, it's, it's, you have faith faith can be stronger than fear yeah. right. just do it anyway and like let fear be like oh it's just there yeah. mm -hmm. faith is if the you really strongly believe in your purpose yeah. like nothing can get in the way yeah. exactly you know you strongly so believe in it like let's just make it happen yeah 100 percent. everybody fears anyway everybody fails so just yeah. keep going yeah. there's fear. failure let's keep going false yeah. evidence appearing real yeah, right. first so, fail, first attempt in learning. Without failure, you won't get to where you are. Exactly. Exactly. You don't get any lessons. Yeah. You don't mm -hmm. learn from those. We lessons. failed. They're not. Hey, they're not here. They're not failure mm -hmm. if you learn. It's a lesson. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. There's no a lesson. such thing as failure. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Maybe it's called falling, and then you just got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not uh, failing. You're yeah. falling. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Golden and nuggets. And you pick yourself back up. <laughs> yeah, it's see? like riding a bike when you're little, and then oh man, yeah. I fell. Like I got to keep riding a bike because right. it's so much fun. Yeah, exactly. it's like that. That's true, though. It's lessons. <laughs> yeah. You know, you learn a whole bunch of lessons throughout your journey, and it's up to you if you want to fix those lessons and keep going, or you just stop from there. Yeah. And so it's all in the mindset, really. Here's a quote: I don't lose. I either win or I learn. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have that mindset, I either mm. win or I learn. You didn't yeah. lose. Exactly. You yeah. learn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But some people, you only lose if you choose yeah. to lose. Some people yeah. don't learn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if it keeps happening to you, that means you haven't learned. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what keeps you grounded? What keeps me grounded? Mm -hmm. A lot of things. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a lot so, of things. Delina. <laughs> <laughs> um well I would say aside from you know, cooking and everything. Mm -hmm. I like to spend time with cars. I, mm -hmm. That's another okay. really big passion. Cool. For me. Like I grew up, you know, I built my car in high school. It was like a first car that I ever built. Little Integra. I was into street racing. Yeah, yeah. So I built that H thing. From Hot the, Import Nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of my ex girlfriends was Miss Hot Import Nights two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So getting lost, you know, in in with automotive cars just excite me. And then you know also. 
being in nature mm. that's like yeah. another thing like i have to be in nature in order mm. to ground myself yeah. because you know don't get me wrong sometimes we tend to fall out of like you know like our our good energy and good like just vibes and mm. you have to go back out to nature and mm. just let all that go mm. and come back into into your own sense and it's like that's that's pretty much how i i ground yeah. myself nice. well yeah. everything's connected right yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was watching a documentary on ayahuasca and it has Dorian Yates. And he said something, you know, when if you're hurting one tree, the roots will let all the other trees know. Mm-hmm. Be careful. There's danger coming. Wow. So is it just a tree or are we all connected? We're That's all connected. That's the question. Leave it in the comments, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I know. What kind of cars, Emmanuel? Is it is it still like uh, race cars or is it kind of like old school cars? I would say it's a little. I'm, I, I have all I kinds like, i like a lot of yeah. cars okay so like what's your I'm what's your dream garage of three oh. three best cars Ooh, I oh i asked him this so far no, man, it's so hard <laughs> oh, really? it really like gets me thinking but i would say like oh man that's a good one yeah. um i'm really into like sports cars okay as well as like classics but i would say like a obviously like your classic eleanor i would okay. want an eleanor oh, one day. Wow. they're okay. expensive cars. what year 69 okay 69 yeah. eleanor. 68 69 okay um and then i would say if we get into exotics uh-huh. i would want like uh hmm, that's a hard one but it's between like a ferrari or lambo yeah it's like the spiders the yeah ferrari spider yeah. or like the california really nice too. yeah the ferrari yeah. yeah but there's two, oh my god it's, it's a lot yeah. List. yeah i would I say don't, i don't really know much about yeah. cars <laughs> I, I i'm not too much into cars but i've always wanted a 69 chevelle ss yeah yeah with oh, racing stripes nice. my, brother, my yeah. brother actually flips classic cars oh does he so maybe in the future i'll talk to your brother yeah, yeah. if you want yeah. one yeah yeah <laughs> you could probably get you one awesome so what about you? That's oh question. yeah what about you um i mean there's a lot of things that keep me grounded i would say like just whatever i do that makes me happy like i work out that makes me happy eating makes me happy going into nature for sure like when you cleanse yourself and you're sitting in the and just like no technology no wi-fi no phones and you're just in nature in the dirt listening to the waters listening to the trees like that's what really gets me into like my grounded state but not only that like there's a lot of hobbies that i like to do too that just like get me into the flow you know like i don't think about anything that stresses me out and i just do what i do that makes me happy which is like i would say trading makes me happy i trade too like as a hobby socks yeah so i trade stocks i work out i go into nature and i eat literally all of that that's literally (laughs) her top favorite three i like to read too (laughs) so following your passions yeah following your bliss like Like, yeah yeah, basically it's fulfillment (laughs) yeah yeah See that, guys? She's <laughs> do what you love. <laughs> I, I like that. Quote. Find your hobbies. Yeah, I like yeah. the quote by Jim Carrey where he says, "You could fail at what you hate, so why, might as well, fa- might as well try what doing what you love." Right. You know, yeah. I mean, you could fail at what you hate anyway. So. Yeah. And also, like we're such ever evolving um, creatures that even if you love one thing now and then you fail at it, and then you just keep going, there's always gonna be other things. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think we're. Um, limitless in a yeah. way as human beings next question okay um advice for anyone who wants to have a healthier relationship with food advice for i would say google like just google healthy vegan foods really and then just find out what you like there's a lot of things that i've never really seen before i was vegan i was like oh like lentils like i've never that was never really in my diet and then i started learning how to make different lentil dishes and just like if you want to have a healthy relationship with food you got to find foods that are good for you and make it into dishes that you enjoy eating 
basically. Yeah. I would say, yeah, same, same thing amongst those lines. But it's like sometimes even foods that are, you know, we consume may not be so good for you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it You'd all be allergic really, to strawberries or something. Exactly. Right. So it all just yeah. goes back to doing your own research, mm-hmm. what your body likes, what you feel better mm-hmm. eating, you know, because even, even in a vegan diet, like I've noticed that I don't feel lethargic, even if I have a large meal mm-hmm. Yeah. after, yeah, I, I don't feel heavy. Yeah. Like I can still, you know, go and do my things for the day mm-hmm. and not, oh, I need a nap. Yeah. I lay mm-hmm. down. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so Definitely do your research. That's because of calorie density too. Mm, you're right. Yeah, because I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about calorie density, but <laughs> five hundred calories of oil is this much. Five hundred calories of plants is this right. much. So that, wow. that's that's why you know what I mean. Oil. Okay, so if you had forty-eight hours to live, what is the first and the last thing you would do? Forty-eight hours to live. And we know that we're going to die after 48 hours. I would probably spend time with the people that I love. Is that yeah. the first thing? Or, or like? I would say that's the whole thing. The whole yeah. Thing? Okay. I think I would just want to really enjoy the people that I probably wasn't close with mm. and maybe try to like, you know, make the best of it. <laughs> and obviously probably like, do something crazy. I don't know what, but I think it would, if I was in that situation, <laughs> yeah. it would just, okay, I'm yeah. just going to do it. The fear is gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe skydive because that's something I'm, you know, I, I want, she I wants to do it. Yeah. And she's told me, I'm going to, I'm going to buy you a ticket and we're going for your birthday. And I was like, nope, yeah. I ain't doing it. I'm the same way. Don't push so many <laughs> people have tried to convince me. I'm like, heck no. Skydiving? Yeah. So, I like the adrenaline yeah, rush. It's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I know it's very, very safe, right? Yeah. But the way I look at it, if I could lose my life or a limb, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But I know it's very, very safe. Like, it's very rare that people get hurt, but I'm, I'm like the same way. A little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be me. Mm. I mean, for me, that's tough because, yeah, 48 hours, I would want to do everything. But I would say, like, I, like maybe the last thing I would want to hang out with my family. You know, because that's the last people that I'm going to be there with. So I'd want to be with them. But the first thing I'd want to do, I'd probably want to go. I want to face my fears, mm-hmm. you know, like just to like, oh, I did it. You know, like this is what I accomplished. I was always scared of this. And for me, my fear is I'm scared of like the deep, dark ocean. Like for some reason, like if I'm in the ocean and I don't know what's down there and it's deep and dark and I can't see the bottom of that floor, I'm not going in. And like, I'm a, I would, I'm a good swimmer, but if it's like in a pool, I'll swim like laps, but if it's in the ocean, I'll, I don't even know how to swim yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so. the same way. A little piece of seaweed touches my foot. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. Yeah. Wow, yeah, jump out. I watched Jaws way too young of an uh, age. Yeah. But imagine facing those fears now, yeah. right? Right. And just going on adventures. Yeah. Oh, let's do this. Like right. freaking Will Smith. He talks about like jumping off the plane and, yeah. oh, wow. you know. True. Facing his fears, skydiving, I think. Doing something with adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. an adrenaline nice. junkie, so oh, okay. <laughs> that'll be fun. Um, okay, so last one. At the end of your life, how would you like to be remembered? Hopefully, as an inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. as like doing what you love. At least I did, you know, what I wanted to, and I'm pursuing what I want. Yeah. So. Yeah, just leaving that legacy 
of like and hopefully for you know generations in my family like oh my god you know Manuel actually you know he did this and he was fearless and you know maybe I want to follow the footsteps of my you know grandpa or my you know so yeah that's the same for me like generational wealth is so important and I want to build that legacy for my family and the future generations that I have because they're going to look up to us and be like oh we're where we're at because Delina did this she took the risk and she did that so if she can do it we can do it you know let's let's keep the let's keep it going like let's build the legacy of this of this of this family and then not only that but it's like the movement you know like hopefully they're a part of that movement too and hopefully we made some type of change and some type of difference in our time for the future so that's what like i guess it's just like more so of bringing us together and and bringing a positive impact to the to the whole world to the whole community and especially to our families yeah, breaking generational curses too. Right. Yeah, they they always just say, um, a couple of mentors of mine, they say, do you know your great-grandfather or your great-grandmother? And if they, if they say no, it's probably because they didn't do anything. Right. You know, if they did, they'd probably have a big oil painting. That's why we are where now. Yeah. Again, nothing against great-grandfather and great-grandmother if they didn't do anything big. But, right. you know, if you want to do something big, those are powerful answers. Like, it's up to right. you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you mm-hmm. can do anything, especially in 2020. We're about to be in 2021. That's crazy, That's crazy. to think about. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. we're in a new decade. Like, you know, anything's possible yeah. in 2021. Right. So, And like considering that my parents came from nothing too, and it's like here we are making a difference already, yeah. you know, and I want to keep the ball rolling. So it's they're my legacy, you know, like I'm keeping their legacy through me. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so. You, you reminded me of something because when I was like 13, my dad was my hero. And I was like, Dad, I'm just like you. And he's like, no. I'm like, no. Better. Yeah, he's like, I don't want you to be just like me. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, if you're just like me, I failed as a father. He's like, I want you to be better than right. me. And I was exactly. Like, <laughs> but hey, that, I mean, that's what you guys are already doing. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're doing something different. Like, So you just got to take whatever your parents did and take it to the next level. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And not only that, but just to be the better person of yourself. You don't necessarily have to be better than anybody else, but as long as you're the best person that you are, yeah. that's really all it takes. Yeah, and, it, and that's a great point too. It's not about being better than anybody else. It's about being the best version right. of yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And and that's how you're going to make a big impact. So Yeah, I just want to appreciate you guys because you, you guys are definitely coming from your heart and leading from your heart you know you guys are very humbled and the whole veganism and this business is really straight from the heart so thank you guys for for doing for for being you and creating creating that and uh we can't wait for you know some shrimp tacos next time (laughs) ochata um again like thank you guys like i mean we've been trying to get you guys for so long and we finally, finally got you guys on here yeah, and, and we're all wearing yellow yeah, it's yeah. Right, yeah, it's right. yeah I know Delina didn't get the memo but it's okay <laughs> just kidding right and this was not planned again yep. right? this is the second I haven't podcast. seen him in like a few days yeah. so we didn't plan this this is the second podcast where we wore almost the same thing right yeah. but uh but no, but thank you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys did create the movement. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are starting something special. Uh, I always just, it makes me so happy when I see young, the younger generation doing this because it tells me that the future's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because whatever's going on now, those people are going to be dead in about 10 to 20 years. Like the people in power now, right? Maybe they'll have sons that try to, daughters that come up. But I see most of the millennials and Gen Z that are getting it, right? Because you guys yeah. are the ones that are going to have to live on this planet. You know what I mean? Right. And by the way, I have a good friend of mine. She told me the earth is not dying. 
Earth is going to be here long after we are. Mm-hmm. The ability for us to survive in this climate is going away. Mm-hmm. Right. There's still going to be cockroaches or whatever, right? But we are not going to be able to live here unless we make a change. Exactly. Right. Sooner rather than later. Try to reverse. Yeah. And the biggest change is just your, your diet and your lifestyle. Right, yeah. and it's only going to benefit you, so why not do it? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, thank you guys so much for being on. We love you guys. You guys are family. I'm part of the movement too. We're part of the movement, right? Yeah. Again, if you guys like this, please make sure you subscribe. P- please make sure to hit that like button because it helps with the algorithm, and make sure you hit that notification bell so you get uh, you know reminders of when the new podcasts come out. So yeah. follow uh, the, our Instagram, Facebook page. Please share the video. Exactly. Yeah. And thank you guys again for being on. And as always, follow follow your your bliss. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.